There are way too many cables in this room. I am in a tiny chair on the floor. <laughs> and I mean, it's a really comfortable chair. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. like there I'm surrounded in cables. Like I'm swimming in there's, cables. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of cables. So the swimming. reason why we're yeah. surrounded in a lot of cables is that we are collaborating with different podcasters today. Yeah. So we have Nightmare Town here with their two hosts, Betty Boom. Hello. And Manda Modium. Hello. From afar. From afar, yes. So <laughs> Manda is Facebooking in to do this because uh, COVID. Well, we all know why. <laughs> it's, we, yes, we all know why. So we have a remote. We have a remote in. So please bear with us in that. But yeah. here we are. We're going to do a Halloween special for everyone Ooh. today. Spooky. spooky. <laughs> Quite excited. Yes. So. We are going to be doing a Halloween special where we all talk about a story today. Yes. So I and Manda will be doing a story as per usual. So we're going to be doing a story and it's going to be on Haunt Her, I Barely Know Her podcast. And then Betty Boom and Zoe are going to be on Nightmare Town's podcast. Yeah. So you'll have to come over to see us if you want to hear Zoe. Yeah. So let's go. So let's do this. So... I think we're just going to jump right into it. You want to just, let's just jump right into it because this is exciting. We have four stories today. Yeah. And we've already been talking for like two hours. Yeah, it took a minute. We had a few technical difficulties, but I think we're, we're there now. Yes. I think we're going to make it. We're going to pull, we're going to pull through. It's going to be great. Hopefully. (laughs) We'll see. So, Manda, are you ready for the coin toss? Yes, let me grab my coin. Or are are you just flipping a coin? I I got a coin in my hand. Okay, great. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to flip, and I need you to pick the heads or tails. All right. Okay, I'm going to flip. Bam. Heads. You want heads? It landed on tails. That means I go first. All right. So here here we go, ladies and gentlemen. It's butt ass first. Wait, what? It's butt ass first. Let's go. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> you know I can't stop. I know. You. This is why I didn't want you to have social media. Because you also made fun of me this morning on Twitter. I did. I did, but it was really good. It was she, a really good got him. <laughs> she texted me, though, was like, is this too far? Is this too much? And I was like, no, it's great. But keep doing you, boo. Yes, so. Sipping that hot tea. I'm sipping the tea. I gotta take a drink. It's... Yeah. It's spicy because it's ginger. Yes, it's delicious. That's <laughs> what it like is. Me. Yeah. So here we are. Just All right. like me. Spicy like that ginger. Get it? Oh, yeah, because you're a flaming ginger. What's up? Okay. She has no soul. All right, okay. tell me your story. I'm excited. I've been waiting for this for forever. I know. We did this. We collabed like forever ago, and now we're actually finally doing it. So, everyone, today's story is the Humpty Doo Poltergeist. What the fuck, Katie? What even is that? It sounds whimsical. It sounds like fucking Humpty Dumpty, bro. So <laughs> it doesn't sound too scary, but we'll see. But okay, so the reason why it's called Humpty Doo is because that is actually the name <gasps> of a town in Australia. Oh, okay. Of course, of course it, it is. See, so, yeah, you started, guys are rude. <laughs> I started thinking that somebody like fell off a wall and shattered themselves. So that's what I was ooh, thinking. You know, like the messed up thing about that story, though. What? Which one? They never actually said Humpty Dumpty was an egg, right? See, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Humpty Doo, you know. Yeah. Like Humpty Dumpty was actually a child, by the way. BT Dubs. Oh, oh, that's I did. It's a fucked up story now, isn't it? Fun fact. Fun facts for everybody. Let's Fun go. facts for the family. I guess that's oh, what we're going for. Listen. 
Oh, no. No family. Uh, please don't listen to this with your children. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, no, please don't, because okay. this is terrifying. Tell us about Humpty Doo. Okay, so Humpty Doo in Australian actually means everything being turned upside down, so I have no idea why a town is named this. Okay. But that's that's how it be sometimes. The story begins August of 1997, so we're going back about 20 plus years. I was seven. I, I was... I was five. I was three then. Yeah, yeah, I was three. Amanda, how old were you? 97. Uh, math. Six? <laughs> I was born in 91. Birthday's in November. Yeah. So you can math faster than me. Six. six. Yeah, yeah, you're, okay. you're younger than I am. <laughs> okay, so... This happened in a small blue house at 90 McMinn's Drive, Humpty Doo, Australia. So this is actually one of the most documented poltergeist cases because 30 different journalists, TV talk show people, like people of the media came to this house to document it. So it's not like random people came to come see it. It's actually legitimate people who wrote stories, who gave television broadcast shows about it. So it's very well documented, but there's actually very little evidence, and we'll, we'll I'll explain why in a little bit why that is. So, it begins when Jill Summerfield and of Dave Clark so. moved into this rental property. So, for about five months, they were living alone, and everything was fine. There were no abnormal issues going on in the house. But, in January of 1998, another family moved into the house, and these three people are Andrew and Christy Agius and Bless their one-year-old... one-year-old jasmine so there's five people total living in the house two families okay so there's three cap jill david andrew and christy and then a one-year-old but where's jack who jack and jill okay bye so a short a short while after (laughs) the family all the fairy tales you guys are being rude so a short while after the family moved in the activity soon started so the very first night activity was noted it's zero to a thousand it just there was there was no there was no like easing into this at all the first night that the family noted activity is when the all the adults saved the child so all the adults were outside on the patio watching a thundercloud thundercloud roll in while they're on the patio it's a it's a very is a screened in patio it has a roof so they're still inside but on a on like a patio area room kind of thing yes and it's uh screened in yeah screened in Suddenly, pebbles were being flicked at them rude. as they were so rude. in the patio. Okay, this poltergeist is already a dick. Oh, this poltergeist is a massive penis, penis. Okay, he so, sounds like it. They thought yep. it was a joke. They thought because the way the pebbles were being thrown, they thought it was somebody out in the yard, and they are on five acres of property. So they, the guys, the two guys, they're. If you see pictures of them, they look very motorcyclish e guys, and you don't want to fuck with them. So just biker dudes, biker dudes. They look like biker dudes. So scary boys. You club. wouldn't. Yeah, no. <laughs> they they go out to the property and they're just yelling at whoever they think is throwing these rocks, and obviously no one responds because no one is there. And they call it. They think it's weird and creepy. They go back mm-hmm. inside. When they walk inside, no. the pebbles falling follow them into the house. No. Yes. Gravel stones from their driveway begin to rain down on them inside of the house. Bro, what is it? With Gross. Like poltergeist <laughs> and like dropping shit from the ceiling. It was dropping from the ceiling. Like, like it was why? Mat- like it was always outside of everyone's peripheral. So like if you would look up at the ceiling, it wouldn't be it materializing would where you would look. It would do it like just out of your vision. But you would Ew. know that it was materializing from the ceiling. Because it's falling in a straight line path down to the ground. I hate it. I don't like that. The s- yeah. Yes. Yes. So the stones were from the driveway, 
but the stones raining down from the ceilings were dry and warm to the touch, Ew. while the stones that were out in the driveway were soaking wet because there was a rainstorm coming yeah, in. Yeah, because of a thunderstorm. Yes. <laughs> I don't like it. They assumed, trying to put some sort of logic to this reasoning. There is none. There was some... <laughs> there was none. <laughs> All logic goes out the window. Just by with a poltergeist. Somebody was in the attic. That's what they assumed was happening. So there... And that's when you stab them with a sword. Sword, yes. That's the answer for everything. Yes. Trusty sword. They they didn't have a sword. So they went to the, they called it a manhole on a ceiling. They don't have traditional attics. I don't think like we do here in the States where you pull the string and then the ladder comes out. It was just like a, you pop the thing and they went in. They got a ladder and they all went to go look into the attic. While they, when they popped open that hole to look up into the attic, they were all sprayed with more rocks no. while they were looking up there. So, so just like a little avalanche? Yes, it was just like a blizzard. Just an avalanche of terrifying rocks. Okay. Just rocks in their face. So. In their house. <laughs> After. Sounds like a really rocky beginning. Sounds like they upset a rock troll. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> you are it here with the puns. <laughs> it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop ever. So. After they went up to the attic to look around and see if somebody was up there, obviously no one was up there. It's a poltergeist. Certainly. But they didn't realize that at the time. They're still trying to figure out what the heck is going on. So after they kind of look around in the attic and they're like, who is throwing these rocks? More objects begin to fly around the room. So nine fly. fly. Either be thrown uh-huh. in a straight trajectory, tra- trajectory or dropped from the ceiling. Like Gross. The okay. See, when you said fly, I was thinking like Wizard of Oz, like whenever it's in the tornado. Some some objects would sometimes do that. Fuck we'll that shit. Nope. Thank yeah, no you. thanks. Yes. No. Big you don't, pass. You don't want to. No, because then you're gonna, you're never gonna know where anything is. I mean, if it's like useful. That's the issue. Stuff. Like all it was all stuff in the house. So it was knives, batteries, <laughs> spanners, broken glass, and other objects were subjected to flight, either dropping from the ceiling or hurtled across the room. Sometimes it would hover. Uh, sometimes it would get thrown at you and stop, and then hit the floor. It was just whatever it felt like doing so it was just trying to make you flinch yes only two people got hit and that was it no one ever got hit in the entirety of this it's always near misses which is wild hey like that bird last time that almost hit me in the head yeah Yeah. that bird was so fucking close so over the (laughs) next several days the vandalism increased and at that at this time they finally realized it's a poltergeist like nothing makes sense it took them that long it was like fucking day one, somebody's chucking rocks at you. It's a poltergeist. I mean, Boom, this ghosts. is the 1990s. That doesn't mean anything. TV. The Exorcist was out by then. Yeah, that was in 73. We're, we're in Australia, in Humpty Doo. The Exorcist anything. was out by then. Oh, was it really? Yeah. No, no, no. Everywhere. I'm saying like TV. I'm talking about television. Probably. I mean, The Exorcist came out in what? The... 73. Yeah. 1973. Only about right. It's relevant. Gross. Well, anyways, they, I don't know. Okay, I'm just a messenger. All right. It's like, no, I expect you to, like, I expect you to take all of this information yeah. and go back in the past and give it to them because they should know better. They should know better. They yeah. should. Well, it didn't necessarily say <laughs> the amount of time. It was just, I wrote it in my notes. They finally, they, they, they did finally were like, okay, it's a ghost. You guys are dicks. So <laughs> over the next several days, the vandalism level increase so a cd player was thrown onto the floor and smashed to pieces that's just expensive, expensive. yeah get out of my brain can't just buy those now <laughs> no you can't you can't what's even a cd player oh god <laughs> windows and glass cabinets were obliterated by flying objects jesus so yeah all the, a lot of windows were cracked and they had to replace it because it's a rental property so oh, great this, they're so, not getting their deposit back no nope. they almost got evicted so oh, shit. 
This continues on until one Saturday evening when things escalated even further. The amount of activity just massively increased. There was a layer of stones covering the floor from the driveway. The countertop appliances were being thrown and mattresses from their beds were being flipped and like stacked up against the walls. That's so rude. They did a bed flip. Did that happen when there were people in the bed? No, this stuff was always happening at a periphery. Oh. So they would make their beds, leave the room, and then the beds would get flipped. You would hear like, bang, and then it would just get, you would walk back in and the mattress would be stripped of its sheets and then thrown up against the wall. I just wouldn't even make my bed anymore. Yeah, they got to the point that their house was so in shambles because they were tired of constantly cleaning. Because they would put the CD player away or they would put the mattress back and they would just, it would just constantly get flipped. Jesus. Later on into that night, this one's for you, Zoe. No. Scratching sounds were heard from all over the house. Like all at once? Yeah. Or would it it, like move? No. Yes and no. Yes (laughs) and yes. Either way. (laughs) The scratching sounds were heard all over the house from inside of the walls. Oh. And would also follow you. So one of the women said that they were, it was so bad and so loud that they were crying. They couldn't sleep and it would just follow them into their bedroom. It would be in the walls next to where they were sleeping. And it was just nonstop. That's when you go sleep in your car. That's when you fucking... These... these That's when you burn down your house and leave. (laughs) Yeah. They... They stuck it out for way longer than they should have, which, like, they stuck it out for four months. Jesus. Oh, my God. Why? Was it, like, a six-month lease? I have no idea. No, they could have left at any time. They just stayed for four months. I have no idea. It was... It must have been really cheap. We're not getting hurt. We're not getting hurt. Yeah. These people probably handled it probably the best. Like, they all stuck together. They were not mad at each other by the time it was all said and done. Like, they just... They stuck it out pretty well. So, of course, with any ghostly activity you have to call a priest right so they called three priests three priests to try and get this shenanigans out of their house so the first was father stefan he came into the house and as he was doing a walkthrough he noticed a knife sitting on top of a microwave that flew towards him no uh one of the one of the residents in the house screamed at him and when he turned around the knife stopped dead in its tracks hovering at him a few feet away from him and then hit the floor as if it hit a wall yeah. And it dropped. Are these fucking... Is this poltergeist, like, basically the weeping angels from... Yes. Like, is you, that... You don't see it unless you're looking... Like, you will like, not see it unless... Yeah, like, you look at it and it's like, oh, shit, I can't move. And it doesn't move. Yeah. See, I went with, like, Mario. Yeah. Like, little ghost things where, like... Oh, the booze. When you're running. As so- yeah, yeah, the booze. The as booze. soon as you, like, turn away from them, they're like, ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you're facing them, they're like, oh, no, Everything happens out of vision i hate it comes into your vision so he said he had experiences with this stuff and it may be that it's attached to somebody in the house that doesn't realize that they're a medium that was his take on the situation he said a Mm. prayer but warned that it probably wouldn't move on until it was good and ready so after he said the prayer he ended up leaving and for three days everything was quiet in the house but of course it started sense of security yes that's anxiety inducing (laughs) yep it's like when's it gonna happen when's that other shoe gonna drop Yep. So after it started again, they called another priest. The second is Father Tom English. So he came Mm -hmm. to visit. And of course, he witnessed items being thrown and even at him as soon as he walked through the door. Of course. Yeah. So he said his prayers and he doused the house with holy water. But this time it had the opposite effect. Oh, God. It made everything go berserk. 
just absolutely wild. He said he pissed that, it off. Yes. So he just said that objects in the in rooms that they weren't even in were being thrown. So the bathroom, the bedrooms, just stuff was being thrown all over the house. And he left a crucifix mm. and a Bible. And he said, see you later. And he left. Peace. I mean, that was the right choice. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, priest. Am I right? No. Took a priest to make that choice. But <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that night, the level of vandalism continued. It didn't stop at all, even after the priest left. More windows got smashed. The cross and the Bible were thrown repeatedly. It threw a bottle of holy water that was left and completely obliterated the bottle. And the banging and the scratching sounds Stop. persisted throughout the night. Could you just, like, imagine sitting, like, anywhere in your house, and then all of a sudden there's, like, a scratching right behind your head? And it follows head, you. And then you're like, oh, that's weird. I guess the rats are acting up. And then you move, and it's like, oh, The no, rats are following me. It's not the rats. <laughs> what is that noise right behind me and all around me at the same time? That's when I just go, fuck this shit, I'm out. Burn the house down. Just burn it all yep. the way down to the ground. So the third priest, the third and final priest that comes to the house is a Greek Orthodox priest. Ooh. He set up an altar guns. on the kitchen table and went through and blessed each room separately and read arcane passages from a large black book. Yep. And oh. Yep. What do you mean? Yep. I mean, yep. Okay. That sounds right. An invisible force proceeded to try and rip the book from his hands and yep. even twisting his right arm behind his back. Oh. After several moments of struggling with this unseen entity, the priest gave up and declared that it was the toughest adversary he had ever come across. And he left. That's not like your regular run-of-the-mill, like, priest. No. No. No, that's like a top-notch priest. Like and a even big he was just like, priest. No, I don't think so. We're done with this. So. No, thank you. It's like, as soon as, like, a thing touches me, that's when I'm done. Yeah. Like, the scratching and stuff, I think I could deal with. But if you touch me and I can't and, stab and you with a sword. arm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I have two older brothers. My arm twisting days are over. No, you don't <laughs> want to twist. I'm a fucking adult now. <laughs> no. We're not playing these games. So several weeks passed after this incident. And things were very inconsistent. So things would happen for 20 minutes nonstop. Mm. Or things would happen once every few minutes. Or, and it even noted that days would pass with no activity. So... No one was ever hurt, and the baby was never touched. Like Good. Things were thrown towards the baby, but it was never hit. Nothing ever ricocheted, hit the child. Nothing ever touched the child. And this was one of the reasons as to why they wanted to stay. Well, like one positive. One positive is out of, no one was know, hurt, and the baby was never touched. A sea of bullshit. But, so they endured, you know. and eventually the situation became comical to them. And <sighs> that's when the... That pissed the poltergeist off because they were just finding it funny to watch the things fly around. Oh, thanks. It's the trauma. It's the trauma. Uh, so I don't like it. It got worse. Did they name the poltergeist? Gregory. Nope. What? They should have. They Yeah. Gregory? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> so Feels it like a Greg. Started. <laughs> so we have flying knives, but it still gets worse from there. Yeah. So now it starts oh, to write words. No. I don't like it when they write. Oh, we don't like it when they talk to us. Not when they're that smart. <laughs> oh, this one. Oh, it gets worse. Oh, Gregory. Scrabble tiles and no. pebbles were all mediums used to write words. Oh. So one of the first instances that they had was the words fire, skin, car, help, Troy were all written using these forms of medium. Who the fuck is Troy? So, okay, so here's a story Who with that. Who the fuck that. is car? And that's Troy when you was... get rid of Scrabble. <laughs> oh, God, what if they didn't have Scrabble in the first place? 
I never said that. They would always say like if they ever had an item that they didn't know what it was, they would be like, we don't know what that is. But I'm assuming because of the child and there's four of them that they had that as a game. It's like, I, mean, I have 90s. a child and we don't have Scrabble because I'm bad at spelling and he'll beat me. <laughs> How smart is your child than you? So Troy was was their friend. His name was Troy Raditz, who was burned alive in a car accident. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Nope. Um, I'm out. Several months before the first family moved into this rental house. So the, the ghost was trying to assume the role of Troy. But yeah. the biggest giveaway was is that the ghost spelt Troy <gasps> wrong. No. <laughs> their friend Troy spelt their name with a U in it. T-R-O-U-Y. But the ghost spelled it T-R-O-Y. Well, I mean, that's because Troy spelled Troy's parents spelled his name wrong. Hey, but kid. <laughs> but also, but also, what a shitty like second rate demon so, to be like, oh hey, so they spell it wrong. They were kind of really upset at the first time because obviously, like having your friend's death in a horrific accident brought back up really freaked them out. But they got pissed and all. Oh no! Yeah, all four of the adults came into the house one night and was screaming at the poltergeist like, "We know it's not Troy. Stop acting like him. Stop bringing it up." And I mean, after fair. that event of screaming back at the poltergeist, it stopped because the poltergeist knew that it fucked up it knew that they knew that it wasn't troy so that that was whole put to rest after that so once that incident passed one evening some of their other friends were over they didn't they didn't tell too many people about this the media at this point didn't know they were only allowing friends to come over because they didn't want to be seen as psycho people who I mean, that's we're fair. faking a poltergeist. Yeah, yeah. faking a poltergeist because it yeah. happens. It happens. But here we are. Two friends came over, Annette and Lloyd. One night when they were over, a large cross and a trident appeared on the floor. Excuse a trident. I don't know. Large cross and a trident. I don't make these rules up. So the friend noted that the symbols were so perfect it would have taken hours to do so with a straight edge because they were both put on the floor with rocks. And it was the symbols were so perfect, the rocks were so aligned that it would have taken hours for somebody to do. But where these symbols were put on the floor, it was impossible to, for somebody in the house to have done because they were yeah. constantly walking through that area. And then all of a sudden, it, one time they went to go through that area, boom, there was the cross and the trident on the floor. So my dumbass, when you said cross and trident, I was like, oh, so like the objects appeared. Yeah, that's what I thought no. too. Oh no, no, I'm so sorry. The, <laughs> no, that wasn't you. I didn't realize they were drawn. I was just the like, symbols, what? The symbols of a cross. Yeah, okay. No, my dumbass was just like, oh wow, like where, who did he fucking rob in Atlantis for that shit? No, I was like, Poseidon's gonna be mad. See? No, no, no. <laughs> in rocks. On okay. The floor. Rock okay. trident. So one of the guests reached down. I think it was Lloyd. Or actually, no, I think it was David. Somebody reached down. I didn't get that right. Somebody reached down to touch the pebbles mm-hmm. of the of the symbols on the floor, and it exploded. <laughs> Both of the symbols, rocks, exploded everywhere. They hit the wall so loud, it woke up the baby. It freaked Aww. everybody out. You don't ever want to wake up the baby. Oh, no God, one wants no. to wake up the baby. So Annette went on to explain that it was it was freaking Annette out, because obviously this is the friend that's over to the house, and it's like, what the fuck just happened? Annette was like, yeah, this stuff is happening, but at least none of you are being hurt. <laughs> at this point... Right after she said it, oh, no. a pair of pliers no. oh, right, no. was hovering midair 
and started to move towards her child that was apparently with her. No, no, no. Oh, uh-huh. my God. Went to, she went out to grab the pair of pliers. Oh, I'm going to throw up. And they twisted midair and slammed onto her wrist. Okay, that's less bad than what I thought was going to happen. Boo. No, thought it was going to go through the eyeball? No, no, no. no. I thought it was going to, like, twist her finger and break it. Oh, okay, I was going, going, tease, it was going but... <laughs> Yeah, I, see, I went, it's going to go in her eyeball. No, I mean, God, no, no. It just, it just regardless, hit, her, hit her. It snapped her wrist. It hit her wrist really hard and it swelled up very badly and turned very, very purple. So they ended up leaving after that. So <laughs> I would too. I, so, yeah, I'd probably get out too. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't leave sooner, but they stayed a long time. Of all the objects that were thrown around the room, there were frequent flyers, as they oh, called it. That. Oh my gosh. These objects were frequently gathered up because they were often thrown around the room they were put in a drawer outside near the barbecue okay so Mm -hmm. like it had its own special box outside okay but soon enough all these objects would be taken out of the box and be found back in the house no that's where they they belong do it all over again it was noted which zoe you and i have had the conversation of poltergeists make make things seem not as they should like just yeah. bend all reality yeah they always do like weird shit yes like, so here's nothing that makes sense as i was reading the story these are the things that i picked up about like shit that didn't make sense about the stuff being thrown it was noted that these things that were falling or being thrown either moved really slow like it should like it should not be going in the trajectory that it should be in that speed it should fall to the floor so either things were being in slow motion moving or they were incredibly fast like too fast for somebody to have been throwing it yeah ew and also whenever it would hit it sounded much louder than it should have been because one guy came over to do an investigation later on and a glass shot glass hit the wall mm. and it's like you know how glass sounds when it hits a wall and the yeah. guy said it sounded like an explosion of glass went off so that was something that was noted that when something banged even in a different room you could hear it because of how loud the poltergeist made these objects sound like it amplified it yes that's gross wild the also scratching would be worse i know you love scratching what if you like heard the scratching like inside your skull that's like, disgusting. That's how it sounds because it's so loud. Is that why you're so afraid of it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I get that. That does sound terrifying. Yeah. I just, nope, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> also, objects would, would have a deadfall, which Ew. meant when it hit hit a surface or hit a wall, it would just stop when it should bounce. It should have some sort of bounce. Like a deflated basketball. Yeah. Yes, it would. There should be some sort of one more time, but these objects would just splat. And that's it. How and, and I'm done. Wouldn't bounce. Why do they fuck with physics so much? I don't know. So eventually... Probably over- just because they can. They can. I, like I mean, if you could, wouldn't rules. you? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay, fair. <laughs> fair. So finally, the media catches wind of this poltergeist and its shenanigans. So it had been Damn it, Annette. seven weeks at this time. What? Damn it, Annette. She probably said something. Oh, well, wait. That's the only ones whose name I remembered. Better. So. She went to the doctor and they're like, so how'd this happen? <laughs> yeah. You, you won't believe it. You will, you will believe this story. Three reporters from the Litchfield Times, which was a That's local a great fucking newspaper, name. Sorry. came over to check out things and how 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 what what's going on because obviously everyone's coming over to bust bust the hoax somebody in the house is doing it and they were immediately showered with ceiling rocks (laughs) while the residents were in full view oh that's so sweet they've been blessed with ceiling rocks (laughs) i just like the term ceiling rocks baptized in the ceiling rocks you know so the local newspaper this this litchfield this litchfield times wrote wrote uh, the story about it and all their all their 
happenings there yeah. at the house because whenever investigators would come over, they would keep all the residents there at there in the center of the room. Certainly, yeah. But shit would be flying in the bedroom. So obviously, yeah. it wasn't them. So this newspaper wrote about it, and then all media far wide, all over the world, started hearing about it and wanted to know more about the poltergeist activity. So a large TV show based in Sydney called Channel 7 bought the rights to have a six-day investigation at the house for their story, for their for their time. They paid $2,000 at the time, so it was $400 each. Their landlord was a dick. The landlord didn't know about it. What? Yep, they did not tell the landlord. Even- I assumed that they paid the landlord. Well, yeah, Wait. but... So even with it being on TV and in the news, the landlord didn't know? So let me... It, Did we get it there? It took a minute. It, we're going to get there. Okay. It took okay. a minute. Say he has no idea about his house. It all happened right about the same time. But oh, okay. 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 When, okay. We, when we get there, I'll tell you. So six days, rights to the six days. So here's who showed up. The host of Today and Tonight. So it was two different people. Okay. It was Channel 7, which is also kind of associated with the Today and Tonight show. Yeah. So a host of the Today and Tonight show showed up with six cameramen and a freelance journalist. They all went to the house. Okay. Upon their arrival, the poltergeist was obviously not shy and was throwing things at them immediately when they walked through the house. And there was eight men in the house there to observe it. So for the six days, they looked for some sort of hoax while keeping the residents in full view. There was usually a cameraman with one of the residents at full time to make sure it wasn't one of them. And it was said that after the first two hours of being in the house, they were fully convinced it was not a hoax. It's like, okay, I'm ready to go now. They were like, this is fucking wild. I've seen one too many shower. Just the real deal. Shower rocks. Ceiling rocks. (laughs) So one of the cameramen went up into the attic because he also had, it was like, it's coming from the ceiling. There's obviously somebody in the attic. So when he went up into that, into the attic, like the other guy did with the manhole ceiling, he said something hit the roof. The tin roof. So when he looked up, he saw a piece of glass midair falling inside of the attic at this point. And then he said it disappeared out of view. And then he heard the cameraman below yell, oh, shit, or the glass shard hit. So shit would hit the roof, go through the attic, go through the ceiling, and then hit the ground inside of the house. It would phase? It would phase through the walls, yes. What if it's just like two spirits and one of them is like stay the fuck out of my attic house and, like another one is like fuck you and keeps like throwing stuff at the attic house so there's just, just like no guys fighting yeah i bet yeah. their siblings just the shit through down to the siblings downstairs. are just two old men i bet they're siblings they're definitely <laughs> yeah. siblings i never thought of that that's actually pretty cool so another cameraman was was one of the only people was the other person that was hurt oh no and he was hit upside the head by a triple double a battery what the fuck did he do to get hit with a double a battery i don't know but it was really odd because they said that there was no red mark there was no bleeding there was no lump and there was no bruising so it like hello hit him with a battery <laughs> no it said it hit him hard i would say but I mean, there should have been marks and nothing happened it was a well, ghost maybe bruise maybe he just has like a really tough skull i feel like it the ghost didn't mean to and was like oh shit no don't tell mom don't tell mom <laughs> It'll be okay. We just got to clean it up. It's okay. Stop yelling. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Hit me back. Hit me back. Hit me back. It's okay. <laughs> While they were outside packing up their camera equipment, a knife hit the rental car. Fuck off. So, That's not so mean. only was shit happening in the house, shit was happening outside of the house. And it was, it was, it was nuts. Why are there so many knives? And why are they just keeping knives laying around? No, no. They're not laying around. It's the same knives. It's being recycled by the poltergeist. They need to just throw them away. They would pull them out of the trash. 
Take would, them to your friend's oh, house and throw them away like it's yeah. a murder suspect. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, if you murder City someone, dump. you're not going to keep the knife in your house. You're going to take it to someone else's and get rid of it. To someone else's house and just yeah. blame it but on it. But then it'll exactly. just appear in the middle of the table the next but day, probably. I'm pretty sure Something the like guys that. would go get it. Let's, Fucking sure. Gregory. <laughs> <laughs> That's my dad's name. I hate I know, you. No. You're welcome. I didn't know that was your father's name. It's yeah, fine. My bad. It's all fine. I'm just being an asshole. So, which is way bad, to go, Zoe. Which is per usual. Thank <laughs> you. So they're perfectly made beds while the cameramen were in the house were always upturned. Ew. And that was one of the things that really bothered the cameramen because they were like, this is in another bedroom. Everyone's standing here. Why are mattresses yeah. being flipped over? How are mattresses being flipped? Sometimes you just want to do a bed flip. Sometimes you just want to do a fucking flip. Do a flip. Do a barrel roll. So this is oh, this is why there's very little evidence about why nothing was ever caught on camera. The guys did not want to be seen on camera as they only got two objects being thrown on film. Did you say the geist? The geist. I'm tired. I'm sorry. I'm tired of saying poltergeist. Okay. She's Too many it up. I'm down for this. <laughs> I like it. The the book called it Polt. P-O-L-T. Oh, I like geist. I like geist. I like geist, I like geist yeah. better. Yeah. So there's your there's your options. We're, and we're going. I like geist. Okay. So nothing happened while they were filming. Like every time they would turn the cameras on, nothing would happen in front of them. It was so fucking annoying. They got so aggravated. So they tried to do a trick where they kicked everybody out of the house, locked the doors so nobody was inside, and they left the cameras on recording for four hours and caught absolutely nothing. Oh, my when gosh. When the crew came in to change out all the batteries and restart everything, the message is no camera, no TV, pig camera were written on the floors and the walls for the cameramen to see when they got Whoa. back. Whoa. <laughs> So the thing that all eight men noted is that the objects being thrown had no origin. Things would come in out of everyone's peripheral view and shit was just appearing out of nowhere. So that's that's the all the cameramen said that. So even while they were recording, shit was being thrown over there. So by the time they turned and looked, the object was already falling and hitting the ground. So it just looked like they were trying to play a trick. Yep. It was looked like bad editing. Yep. So at this point, because all the objects, as I mentioned earlier, were warm Mm. to the touch. The media team called in a thermal imaging expert to image the objects after they were thrown. The mm. imaging revealed that the items were uniformly warmed throughout the entire object. Okay. Throughout the object, inside and out. I hate so that. if huh. you ever touch an object and get thermal in- imaging on it, you will see fingerprints of a human yeah. grabbing it. Yeah. But the the knives, the batteries, even the, the bullets that were being thrown in this house because bullets? they had 44. Yeah, they had 44 mag bullets lying around. So uh, they got of course. <laughs> it's Australia. Frequent fires, yeah. They were warmed. Like somebody had put it in a microwave. You can't do that, that with a bullet, but you get, no, my, you get my point. Please don't do that with a bullet. Please don't, yeah. <laughs> Kids, do not try this at home. It... They were all warm. Every single object that was thrown in the house, and it did not look like a human. Like, a human would have to hold it for a long period of time to warm it up that much and then throw it. I hate that. So the camera crew left, and the chief editor of Channel 7 was not convinced because they only caught two things on camera, and it wasn't convincing enough. If he just, like, takes a visit. Yeah, him himself. But that was like, more. That's what I kept saying. Like, you fucking come to the house. But ran the story anyways, and... He gave the family some sympathy. It yeah. was just kind of like these poor people, like our cameramen went there. They experienced these things like, yeah, this is what it was. And so finally they got some sympathy. However, the six cameramen of the six cameramen, two cameramen were independent filmers who got separate footage yeah. from everybody else after the, the original crew left. So these two cameramen 
got one additional footage of a pot lid being thrown and no one was in sight except for Christy and another cameraman in the reflection mm. of the glass cabinets. Ew. Yes. So so no one was in the frame, like visibly, right? right? Except for in the reflection. And you see this pot lid get thrown. Yeah. However, because Christy and the reflection of the mirror sharply rose at the same time, rose up, like she kind mm. of stood up a little bit more. She was blamed that she threw the pot lid because she stood up mm. at the same time that the pot lid came into screen. Oh. Wow. So the Tonight Tonight Show got a hold of this clip. Yeah. And dragged that family through the mud and said Christy was the person who was doing the hoax because she Sounds was right. home the most yeah. with the baby. Because every time someone came over to do the recording, Christy was there. So yeah. they always blamed it on her. Were they just trying to blame it on like postmodern depression? No, they just said she was the one throwing the shit. That she was just making a hoax for... <laughs> She's just throwing knives and bullets for funsies to make yeah. a hoax. <laughs> just to do, just to bring attention to get... Well, a lot of people are like, well, you just want money. Well, they only got $400 each. Mm. Yeah. And that that wasn't enough. That's not enough money. Like, that obviously wasn't the reason. They would be getting a lot more money if they were trying to do it for that. But she Seriously. said that she was folding her daughter's clothes and just happened to be standing up shaking out her daughter's clothes at the same time. Her arms weren't moving, so it did not look like she was throwing an object. She was right. just literally raising up yeah, at the cause... same exact time. So shit blew up at the TV station because mm -hmm. obviously this Channel 7 show was giving yeah. them sympathy. And then the Today Tonight show was like, fuck them. Well, the Today Tonight show sounds like a bunch of dicks. And then the 30 other people that came to the house yeah. and witnessed all this stuff, it was now invalidating these people. Right. So everyone was now at this point too afraid to write any more about this yeah. hoax about or this poltergeist because Unless everyone knows calling. what they saw but because the, the the today tonight show is so big they couldn't say anything more about it so That's stupid it really pissed off all of the residents of the house because they Hell knew it yeah. wasn't christy yeah. yeah and everyone who came there even the 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 eight crewmen that yeah. showed up knew they all admitted like something was real the guy from the representative from the Channel 7 show called up Christy and like they got into a verbal argument of like, admit oh, it was yeah. you, admit it was you. And Christy was like, do you want me to say that I did it? Fine. Like, and like something got miscommunicated. And mm -hmm. so it just, just went to shambles. So people stopped showing up at their place, but the poltergeist activity was still going on. Yeah, certainly. However, a little, a little time after this whole TV fiasco happened, an incident happened that was very odd. Now, remember, this is Australia. Certainly. She went outside one day and she saw, as she called, two bush aborigines digging in the dirt on their property with their hands. Oh. So she went and yelled at them and was like, what are you doing on our property? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They didn't look at her. They didn't say anything. They stood up, walked down their 70 meter driveway, got in their car and drove off. Oh, that's cool. That's reassuring. That's that's hip and fun. So at Did she time, check where they were digging? Hmm? Did she check where they were? Yes. Okay. At the time that happened, they had two more journalists come over, the poltergeist busters, eh. as they call themselves, and the who wrote busters. the book that I got this information from. It's a stupid name. It is pretty. It's pretty. Uh, I think it's pretty great. They they went out and they checked that spot, and basically the spot that they were digging at was a six by two foot patch of cleared dirt so like mm. clear debris and they were digging an eight inch deep hole one foot wide near the center there was nothing there yeah 
but that's where they were digging. So they had no idea why, and they kind of were like, well, did the Aborigines put a curse on them? Like, what happened? So they kind of, after that incident happened, the poltergeist actually went away for a while, about a week. So then again, it started. Yeah. And then that those two people who had showed up to the house to do an investigation started to experience all this, and they did their their investigation on it. And they just got the same, same per usual activity. They stayed in the house. For some odd reason, the rental owners did mm. not know what was going on. Okay. They showed up right about the same time that all the stuff went on the air, but they didn't put to, I, I guess they didn't see it or whatever. Yeah. So they had showed up to do a house check probably about in April. Oh, <laughs> saw the house in shambles, right? They freaked out. Oh, was like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? Oh, what no. Have you to my property. And oh, they, no. they called their lawyer and was like, we want them evicted. So when someone came to investigate the house, the guy who was investigating the house to get like notes and whatnot was like, there's nothing wrong with the house. It's just their shit. That's all broken. So like the windows that I got smashed out and the the grating, the, the fly screens yeah. all had pinholes in it, but the, the tenants had replaced Everything. the windows and the yeah. screens. Yeah. There was absolutely nothing wrong with the house, so they never got evicted. But they were like, why? What's happening? Of course, the, the owner didn't believe them, blah, blah, blah. Of course not. Shortly after this, even though they didn't get evicted and they stayed for a little while longer, they ended up just leaving at about the end of April, beginning of May. Yeah, there was there was no like exit to this story. It was just like, they moved out. There you go. That's it? Did So they moved out. Yeah. And there was no activity that has followed them even up till 2017. Is there any activity in the house? Nope. No more activity in the house. The activity huh. did not follow either one of the families. That was that. That's well, so weird. All right. Then. So. I don't know about that. I don't think I trust it. I don't think I trust that. There is way more to that story. Yeah. I just could not. Find it. No. Sorry. Talk about it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's five pages of notes and i was done writing at that point so yeah, way more fair. stuff happened um you can look up and see that's like all the different so. stuff with, that was and thrown like, around the house consistent all that different fun fun stuff so it was quite a wild ride and all the different reporters oh one thing that was really fun and really yeah. cool two two things that was cool that i thought two reporters came into the house and they were trying to debunk it right yeah. so they were like you know what we're gonna have the plan we're gonna stand up against the wall I don't like it. And watch the residents. It's a bad idea. I don't like the plan. As they had their backs, Abort the plan. As they had their backs to the wall and they were watching the common area, rocks were pelting them in the back of the neck. <gasps> I don't like that Wow. At okay. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, thanks. I like it. No, no. So. No, thank you. I thought that was wild because I put my head, my, I put my back and my head up against the wall and felt, and there's not that much space, but they were still being pelted in the back of the neck. This other reporter who came to interview them, she had just been on the beach picking seashells. At the seashore? seashore? I'm done. Never you guys ends. are fired. We're not doing this ever again. <laughs> she do this all the time. She came, this is great. she came directly from the beach, came in, and the shells that she had picked yeah. were being thrown at her in the house. Oh, <laughs> God. She brought her own ammo. <laughs> <laughs> this guy doesn't sound like a poltergeist. He sounds like a polter They're dick. dick. <laughs> Bet he was an eldest sibling. <laughs> He's the worst. Definitely. So that is the Humpty Doo poltergeist. And if you want to read up more on it, the book that I read is The Australian Poltergeist, The Stone Throwing Spook of Humpty Doo, and many other cases. So the guys who wrote this book and the last two, two people who came to the house... Mm. 
Tom Healy and Paul Cooper. They are Pult Busters. Oh my god, I, I hate it. it. I don't. I don't like the name. Like they could have done so many more things. Well, they didn't have a redheaded Slytherin with them to pick up a name. I'm gonna say, can we just say like Humpty Doo? That's not that's not the type of story I was expecting coming with a title like that. Yeah, <laughs> that was no, way terrifying. I thought you were going to tell us the true story of Humpty Dumpty. Honestly, no, it's no. This is still pretty valid. It was just the Poltergeist in Humpty Doo Australia, and that book has a bunch of different other Poltergeist cases that I didn't get to read, but there's a lot of other ones in there. They have experiences of other Poltergeist cases. So one mm-hmm. of the things that they said that was happening, they experienced in another case was metal objects that were frequent flyers or like metal objects that were thrown or like reappearing and dropping they'd be polished ew yeah so one of the items being kind thrown of polite was a I mean, free rock tumbler, weird I guess. was a spark plug with a bottle ew. cap welded onto it oh my cap. gosh so it was a dude who did it it was a dude who did it so he took a spark plug welded on a bottle cap opener so it was a bottle cap opener that just happened to be a spark plug right oh, okay that was one of the frequent flyers and he said the first time that it was thrown he said it appeared polished ew and that was something that those investigators healy and cooper said is that in another poltergeist case a metal beam was taken and reappeared and it was polished more ew so why, why do you keep saying ew I don't like it. She just says, ew. I don't like that they're polished. Like, why? Why are they polished? Well, because sometimes when you're bored, you do stuff. Like, throw things around a room. I mean, I don't do... I I, I have polished the silverware at work before while being bored. What? Okay, fair. Yeah, I'm a cook. Oh, okay, fair enough. So, I mean, I've I've done that before just to make them shiny. But I I didn't throw them on purpose. I mean, accidental throwing is different. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Maybe. Also, I really think those guys should have called themselves the Geistbusters. Boom! I'm really disappointed. Perfect that one's opportunity better. wasted. Well, you know, they're Australians, so take it up with them. They're, like, upside down anything. on, like, the other side of the earth, so... That's fine. why it's Humpty Doo. It's upside down. Gross. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's gross. Okay, so that... That right, is though. the Poltergeist story. Beautiful. Well, I like it. Do I don't it. like it, but, Beautiful. you know, you did good. You did... Thank you. You did good. Yeah. Thank you. I don't like it, so, but you did great. Yeah, that's what I meant to it say. It was definitely a, uh, we'll just say it was a ride, <laughs> that story. Ride. <laughs> that was a, a thing. Twists and turns at every it corner. Because <laughs> yeah. it scared me. All right, so Mandemonium. What is your story for today? Spook me. Tell me a story, friend. So I have a story to read, and I will provide context of this story at the end. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) It makes it so much more... What's the word? She's so good at this. You say so good at this, but I cannot think of words. (laughs) (laughs) So climactic? Yes, anticipating. Suspenseful? Yes, suspenseful. Thank you. It makes it much more suspenseful when you get the context at the end. So, if you guys are ready, I will just dive right in to my do spooky it. tale. Do it, do it, I'm do sold. it. Yes, Let's go. Hey. All right. She entered the dark school building, cold and freezing from the rain. It was early, still dark outside when she arrived. She shut off the alarm, signed the log to show what time she arrived, and started her journey down the long, dark hallway towards her office. 
This was an old building, so several of the hallway's lights could only be switched on via a fuse box located at the opposite end of the building, instead of light switches. She hated that. Every morning, walking down this dark hall, she never got used to it. She starts walking quickly, her footsteps echoing in the empty hallway. An eerie sound since during the day, it's normally filled with the sounds of students laughing, talking, scurrying their way to class. But right now, only silence and the patter of her footsteps on the tile floor as she walked. She flips on the light of her office, and out of the corner of her eye, she could have sworn that she saw a figure moving about in the shadows. It, no, thank you. It oh, has to be my imagination, she thought to herself. Yep. Yep, knowing sure that is. all the doors <laughs> knowing that all the doors leading to the outside of the building were locked. Sitting now in the small office, she couldn't help but to peer out of the room across the vast chasm of the unlit hallway. The faint echo of a child's footsteps could be heard. Impossible, Ew. she thinks knowing she is the only person in the building at this hour. Closer now and more distinct, the noise seemed to be approaching the isolated office from which she begins her very early day. She jumps up and bolts across the room, shutting the door in a haste. She can't help but to feel that something isn't quite right. She attempts to collect her thoughts and begin organizing her work for the day, as it was surely nearing time for the students to arrive. But she can't shake that primal fear which is growing inside of her. The 20-something-year-old woman glances up at the clock on the wall, 5.03 a.m.? Strange. That's the same time that she signed in this morning, she thought to herself. Upon closer examination of the clock, she notices that the hands are frozen, ominously. Almost as if time no longer exists in this place. She suddenly no. becomes acutely aware that the temperature of the room is quite cold, and the hair on the back of her neck stands up. She then begins to hear a faint, almost mechanical bastardization of sound, reminiscent of children's laughter, which seems to be coming from everywhere all at once. What the fuck is happening? Oh my god, okay. What? <laughs> Suddenly... <laughs> I love it. Suddenly, a loud mewling noise erupts from behind her, startling Ew. her into action, and she fumbles with the office door, trying to get it open, but her hands are numb now. She finally succeeds and stumbles into the hallway, a massive expanse of unlit corridor stretches before her, for what seems like an eternity. She notices a faint glow coming from a slightly ajar steel door at the far end of the hallway, which she knows should be locked. The door leads down to an old classroom in the sub-basement, which hasn't been used in decades due to it being not very accessible, and it had a few mold problems due to dampness. Before she realizes it, she's halfway to the cracked door, drawn inexorably to the unnatural glow coming from beyond. Her legs nope. seem to be carrying her on their own, and when she makes a conscious attempt to stop, she comes to the frightening realization that she is unable to control her movements. She's become a mere spectator in her own body. With each step towards the door, the paralyzing fear increases exponentially, and she soon finds herself descending the old, worn-out stairs to the sub-basement. The steel door oh. behind her closes violently, and she arrives at a ramshackle wooden door with a small square window in the middle. The window is dirty, but she can see the faint outline of a little boy in the classroom beyond, facing away from her and looking at the wall. This is the room in which her sanity will be broken. What? I'm gonna throw up. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> I'm freaking out. What the fuck? Her right hand reaches out beyond her control and pushes open the rickety door. It protests at first, but then creaks open slowly. The air in the room is stagnant and an ancient layer of dust composed primarily of asbestos and mold spores, covers everything within reach. That's the real horror of the story. <laughs> asbestos. Asbestos. asbestos and mold spores. 
She is standing just behind the little boy now, her hand reaching out slowly for his shoulder. The boy whips around startlingly fast, and she finds herself face to face, not with the little boy, but gaping into the unfathomably grotesque maw of terror itself. A thing that should not be. Little does she know that this impossible creature is the Lord of Abominations, whose face is a mass of the entrails of animals and men, its breath the stench of endless decay that fills the room as it screeches. She now knows what fear truly is, and that all things come to the time when they will decay, and that anyone's future years may be seen by gazing into the face of this unspeakable horror, taking care not to breathe the horrid perfume that is the odor of death. Did you fucking write this? So would you like the context now? Yes, please. What the fuck? Did you fucking fuck? write this again? That was the best thing I've ever heard <laughs> in my life, Christ. and I need more of that. <laughs> okay, so context. Eight years ago, I used to work in a school building at, like, a kind of extended care thing. So I was the first person in the building in the mornings. So therefore... Oh, my fucking God. I would be there in the dark alone and usually have to shut off the alarms and make the walk in the dark across the building to the office <laughs> where did this to me there was again. no lighting but i can't take full credit i did not write this whole story i actually had posted years back when this occurred i kind of when what occurred well i'll get to that <laughs> excuse me ma'am excuse bro, me ma'am bro my I mom worked in the same school prompt on my social media page just essentially saying man Dark, unlit school hallways are terrifying, and I swear to God I can always hear basketballs being dribbled in the locked gym door. Because that's true. I did hear that quite often in the mornings there when I knew I was the only person in that building. Anywho, my lovely brother, who also likes to write, wrote this terrifying, <laughs> insanely scary story. And then me and him kind of went back and forth and messed around, adding on to the story as it goes. And here we are with the final draft. <laughs> I love your family. Jesus. Ten out of fucking ten, man. So like, that's, that got me. That was beautiful. So the majority of the credit will go to my brother, but I added in a few things and changed some things. So that was a ammonium production. Yes. Yes, it was. It came from the uh, collective compound brain of my family. <laughs> <laughs> the ammonium collective. The ammonium oh collective. Love yes. Love it. We've named all of her siblings and family. Yes, they all have. Okay. So I believe we call, is this your older This is, this is um, older monium, I guess. I don't know what to call that Brother? one. Brother monium. Don't we call him Bubba, Bubba monium? Brother, one of, one of I don't know, something. Don't but know. anyway. We have many. That's what we do for fun sometimes is we'll just take posts from each other and just turn them into the most terrifying things we can possibly think of. For us to reach. <laughs> Wild. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I need that like some really... air. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? That was so fucking good. I don't know if you noticed, but Betty Boom, she turned her her camera to face me so you could like see me like what the fuck? Like I'm staring at the TV with my jaw dropped, like staring like looking both at Betty and Zoe, like, what is happening? She was making Jesus. the best faces. I was like, Manda needs to see this. <laughs> She always does when she gets like scared. Like you can see all of it on her face, the whole thing. You can see everything on my face. (laughs) You at one point she was like coming out from behind her pop guard, just yeah. She starts to lean away when she gets really scared, (laughs) ma'am. 
Ma'am? Well, we said we wanted to just find some scary shit, so that- Yep, you did I it. Thank you. I love it. You delivered, so. dude. Amanda, I think you're winning right now. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah, fuck my- I don't usually win Fuck things. my geist. <laughs> Like your guys was spooky too, but there was also a lot of things to poke fun at. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just because yeah. I was scared. So yeah, I was just like, yeah. You also make jokes when you're scared. <laughs> no. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Look at that face. <laughs> no. Jiminy Christmas. Well. Oh my God. Are there more stories? Is that it? Is that? Oh, that's I think, that's the story. It's that... a shorter one, but oh, I thought it had a, it was fucking beautiful. Good... That was Chef's so really kiss. good, dude. Amazing. Like, I've never had a fucking. Um, What's that thing? Uh, sleep paralysis. I've never had sleep paralysis, but I've been doing a lot of research on sleep paralysis recently, and I can just imagine, like, if I have a sleep paralysis episode, that fucking fear monster is going to be featured in it. Just oh, great. So, you know. I don't want to yeah, be responsible so. for your fear monster sleep paralysis. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. If it when, happens. That's when you get to blame everything on your brother. Oh, see, True, there you yes, go. Because yes, because most of these there words are, are his. I just helped... <laughs> you just fueled it oh my god jesus that's the middle child defense whenever they're th- not there you just blame everything on yeah them. exactly it wasn't my fault it was, it was his clearly but yeah I did, okay so that- i did truthfully used to hear creepy things in that building alone and oh for sure yeah there was one time i did actually like scream as loud as i possibly could because i walked around the corner and i bumped into something and what nobody the was fuck? supposed oh, to be yeah, in the yeah. building but it was it was a uh a brand new um, custodian. She had just started, and so she got oh, to work oh. extra early. And oh, we rounding the corner, and we bumped into each other and just screamed as loud as we could because both of us thought we were alone in the building. <laughs> I don't know why she didn't question the fact that the alarm was not was like off when she came in. <laughs> but <laughs> damn, Jesus, no thank you. Damn. Okay. All right. So. Ooh. Anywho, that is the that's the that's um the end of part one. That's the end of part one. Yeah. Jesus fuck. Okay. So <laughs> if all right. So Betty Boom. Yes. And Zoe. Yeah. What's up? Are gonna go next, but they're going to be on Nightmare Towns yes. podcast. So we will provide links, yes. directions, and how to get there to yes. listen to their portion yes. of the podcast. So if you're done listening to that, this. And yes. you want to scoot over to listen to them? Now is the time to do so. Yes. Right. So, so with that, the next part, haunt her. I barely know her.